I'm going to say some things tonight, and it, it, it's, it, it, you know, as, as we were in worship even tonight, I, I, you know, you know, maybe it's because I, I, I'm wanting to understand and I'm, I, I'm wanting the heart of the Father. I don't know if, if you've ever been in this place where, where you're just desiring to, to move and to know the heart of God. And, um, and I, you know, as, as I believe we're doing this as a church and even, even an early morning prayer this morning, I mean, you could just feel the tangible presence of God in our 6 a.m. prayer. I mean, it was just, you, you could just feel like things were clicking on, on, you know, whatever. So I don't even know how many people were on this morning or not, but you could just feel that. And you, I felt it on Tuesday. I felt it on Monday. And it, you can just feel, you can feel the excitement building in the house of God. You can feel the excitement in the church. So I want to say something. I, I take it very personal as a member of the church when people attack the church. People come against the church. And you know, and I, I want to say this, and I don't want it to come off the wrong way, but the world is very critical of the church. You, got, you guys understand that, right? You understand that the media, the world does not like the church. You know, uh, you, you can see this at the, at, at the case of, uh, you, you know, what's happened over the, these last few years. You know, it, you can have church, but you can't sing. You can have church, but you've got to meet in a parking lot. You can have church, but you can't touch anybody. You can have church, but, you know, you have to have your car spaced out a, a certain space so COVID doesn't float through the air while you're sitting in your car. I'm not making this up. Dr. Morocco said that literally they came, they came in and, and they were like, your cars need to be lined a certain way in your parking lot so COVID doesn't spread. You know, so you have to understand that as a believer, you know, I believe that God's calling the church, you know, it's the greatest hour. This is the greatest hour for the body of Christ. And it will be no time for us to stick our heads in the sand. I'm not even, I'm not even, even in the front part of my notes. I don't even know what part I'm even in right now. But, I, I, but it's not a time. Nor is it a, 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 the, the right place for us to bury our heads and say, whatever the world says, we're going to go along with. Whatever the world dictates, that's, that's, that's how we're going to move. Listen, guys, we need, to, we need to do the opposite. We need to truly do the opposite. See, God loves the church. And, you know, and, and I'll, say, I'll say this. For as the church, speak, you know, as, as Christians speaking against the church, keep your, keep your lips off of the church. Keep your lips off of what God loves. And I'm not saying that's anybody in here, but I'm going to tell you, there's getting ready to be a boldness that comes upon the body of Christ that when someone talks about the church, they're going to say, you shouldn't say that. When they talk about this man of God or they talk about this woman of God, they're going to say, no, 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 you shouldn't say this. Because people don't realize the things that they reap back, they, 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 they sow things out of their mouth and they reap things right back on them, on themselves. People don't understand that. But it's very important that we understand it in the body of Christ. That you know what, we've got to, we've got to learn to love, we've got to, you know, we've got to learn to forgive, we've got to learn to be compassionate, we've got to, <laughs> we've got to learn to be like Jesus. Including your pastor. I've got to learn to love and be like him every day. 
Every day. Amen? Every day I've got to learn to love to be like Him. I say this with great excitement. Because see, what Jesus said in this statement, it's, it's, it's profound. Peter, <laughs> and on this rock I will build my church. Church. And the gates of Hades, the gates of hell, will not prevail against it. So I want you to understand something. The church, as long as we're here, and the church hasn't been raptured yet, as long as we're here, Jesus Christ is that chief cornerstone. We'll build the church. That should excite somebody in the house tonight. That, that, I mean, you, you really, you should be excited that, you know, as everybody's put, you know, you know guys, listen, I mean, it, it, you know, it's alarming. And the Bible talks about in the last days that, you know, there'll they'll, they'll be, they'll be a, a, a separation. There'll, there'll be people that begin to wander around. And, I, you know, there'll, there'll, be, there'll be a shifting or a sifting, so to speak. And guys, listen, you, you, you're seeing that. You're seeing that, you know, 50 and 60 and older. You know, the, a lot of those people have, le have left the church. I, I had a call the other day and somebody said, well, you, you think I should move to go, to go to a church that's open? Yes! Yes! I think you should move. Well, what about my family? You know, listen, it's, it's, it's your soul. Bring your family with you. Make room for your family. Then get them a place. Get them an apartment. What, what, do whatever it takes. What will it take? I'm telling you, it, it, this, is, <laughs> this is the most important time for the body of Christ. This is the most important time for the body of Christ. Right now, right now. That we don't fall back into patterns. We don't fall back into, 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 into following uh, the, the things of the world. Amen? Yeah, I, I believe the church has, been, uh, has truly been separated over these last two or three years. And there, there's, there's a weighing things out. But I want to tell you guys, please hear this. Hear this from my heart. Man, you, 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 you love what God loves. You love the church. You, you know, are we the only church? No, we're not the only church. We're a church that's trying to do it right. Amen? Amen? When the Baptist brothers down the road leads 10 people to the Lord, we rejoice with our Baptist brother. Amen? Amen? That's what we do. We rejoice in it. Amen? But, you know, listen, I, I'm going to separate things here, though. But, you know, I, I want you to understand, you know, churches that, 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 that promote gay marriage, there's a clear separation. Because, see, what happened is sin has crept into the church, and, and, and we want to call this under the umbrella of Jesus Christ that this is acceptable. I hope I didn't run Ray off. So, you know, I'm joking. I know I didn't. But, but, but you know, that, that, that you, you can begin to see, you can begin to see absolute hatred of the church because sin, sin tries to creep into the church. We're going to redefine marriage. We're going to redefine marriage. You need healing? Just raise your hand. Stand up. Father, right now, if you can, just stay right there. Father, right now, Thank you, Lord. I command this pain to be gone and loosed out of his body right now in Jesus' mighty name. And Father, I declare, Father, your miracle working power sweep across him right now. Lord, I, I, you know, any inflammation, Lord, swelling, I command it to go right now. And Lord, we declare, Father, your miracle working healing power flow through his body right now. All the way down his spine, Lord, into you know every every nerve, pinched nerves. I command them to come unpinched right now, Lord. Disc be where they need to be, uh, Lord. That they that right now, do it, Father. Heal him completely in Jesus' name. Amen, 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 amen.
Listen, guys, this is the hour. This is, this is the hour for the church. And I believe I'm looking at a, a group or a people that's going to shine for the Lord. Amen. We're going to shine for the Lord. Oh, pastor, it's tough sometimes. Hey, press on. Press on. You want to hear my word? Press on. Press on. Just keep pressing. I'll do it with you. Let's keep pressing. Amen. You know, Jesus, Peter, on this rock, I will build my church, and the, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. I want you to understand something. You know, I listened to Dr. You know, preach around this and around this whole, you know, this, uh, this passage. You know, God, God's into numbers. You, you know, there's a book in the Bible, Numbers. Not, not, anyway, but God's into numbers. You know, people think, well, you know, we're just, you know, we're, we're, I'm just comfortable with my little church. See, understand something. God does not call the church to be little. I mean, we're a smaller church of a bigger church. You guys, I mean, please understand that. He's not calling us to be small. Every soul sitting in a chair represents God. You know, because, listen, you're not going to be in this church, sitting in this church very long if you're not saved. Because you're going, to have the, you're going to have the word preached at you. You're going to understand that, you know what, I, need, I, have, to, I have to get saved. Amen? Because we're, we're not going to pass that up with people. You know, we're going to make sure people hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. But see, but God, God, God's into, you know, he, he's, he's, into, he's into the church multi, multiplying. You guys understand that, right? Please, please, please understand that God wants to multiply the church. You know, we track attendance here. You know, it's, it's how we know that, you know, we have 80 people flowing through church weekly, Wednesdays, you know, midweek, life groups. We track attendance. And I, I, I thought about this today. I, there was a missionary in Hawaii. Hawaii had the world's largest church at one, one, one point in Big Island. And a missionary by the name of Titus Cohen, when revival fell in Hawaii, they tracked the attendance of the, whole, of, of the Hawaiians. You know, and I had to get this picture in my head, even as a guy was telling me the story uh, that's on Kona the other, when I was back in Maui, he said, he said, I stood in the very same place that revival had fallen upon the Hawaiians when the queen had declared Christianity as her faith, and she, she declared, God, she, she, she made that declaration that she was going to serve Jesus Christ. And he said, he, he said, I stood in that field, and he said that there was just the stories, and he said that 20 and 30 and 40,000, they, they don't even know how many people stood in fields, weeping and praising God. I want to see it again. <laughs> I want to see it again. I want to see it again. So please understand, God cares about numbers. He, care, he cares about, you know, He cares about every soul. He cares about every person that's here tonight equally. Amen? You know, I think about church growth, and if, you, if you're taking notes tonight, if you, it's hard to tell where you're going to end up with me tonight. But, uh, but you know, if, you, if you're taking notes, I, I'm, I'm going to talk about church growth tonight. Because, you know, there, there's something that, that happens, you know, when a church gets on fire. You know, when, it, when a church begins to get passionate about the things of Jesus. You know, it's like all inhibitions of... And it's not like you lose control. But there, there, is, there is a measure of the Holy Spirit that comes upon a body. That comes upon a, a group of believers that says, Whatever the cause, I'm going to do what Christ is asking me to do. And you know, this is what happened. You know, vital church growth happened on the day of Pentecost. 
But Jesus was doing something. He was preparing the church. He, he, get this, he was preparing the church for something greater. Greater. That's, I love that word greater. He was preparing the church for something greater. We know that it was, it was the promise of the Holy Spirit. And you know what, what happened? That, on that day of Pentecost, when Peter was filled with the Holy Ghost, power come upon him. Power come upon the church. And it began to, you know, truly, understand this, it began to, it began to separate religious things and non-religious things. It began, to, it began to really define what the church was going to be in these last days. I want you to understand, the last days began 2,000 some years ago. Guys, and listen, we're, we're, we're now, we're now at, at, you know, what I believe is even at the end of that, even at the end of that period. But those last days begin some 2,000 years ago. Peter, full of the Holy Ghost, stands up and says, these men aren't drunk as you think they're drunk. But these men have been filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, I want to say something about the Holy Spirit because, you know, a lot of times, you know, it's great if you speak in tongues. It's great if you're baptized in the Holy Spirit. But the purpose of the Holy Spirit is also to equip you with power. If all you ever do is sit around and pray in tongues and you don't walk out that very power that God's put on the inside of you, the Bible says to go and to be my witnesses. Where? Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. With the, and you're doing that with the power. You pray, if you pray in tongues five hours a day, praise God. Pray in five hours a day. But look for your assignment while you're praying in the Holy Spirit. Because see, this is what God's looking. He's looking for a church that's willing to go out in power and say, you know what, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. See, that's why I love the church. This is why I love seeing the church mobilized. We were listening to that song, Our God is Greater. Miranda and I cut a video. I don't even know what year it was. 2014, 2015. I, I get tears coming, flowing in my eyes every time because we, we had to... We had made a video. You remember that? <laughs> and, uh, and on that video, it's just, they're, they're miracles. But I need to dig it out. I'm going to watch it tonight. Miracles. People's lives being changed and transformed. I Seeing God do things in Hana that I, you know, and the thing about this, it's, it's not that he just did it in Hana. He wants to do it everywhere we go. You know, we're seeing miracles here. Praise God. I rejoice in that. I rejoice in the things that we're seeing. Jesus do. Amen? <laughs> you know, I, I love it that, I love it that, you know, you know, John the Baptist said, there's one coming greater than I, whose sandal straps I'm not worthy to, to, to even carry. He's not coming to baptize you in water, but he's coming to baptize you in fire. I'm telling you, I want to be a church on fire. I want to be a believer on fire. I, 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 don't want, I don't want to be somebody that's just going to compromise and just look at the world. Well, you know, it's just how it's going to be. No. We, we, I'm not setting shop up with the world. You got that video back? You got that picture back there, Lee Howe? I want you guys to see this real quick. People don't, you, you know, the thing about this, this, this isn't a game. This isn't some game that we're playing. You, you guys see this right here? This was set in New York City at the United Nation headquarters. I, here we go. We're going to go ahead and see how our streaming goes tonight. At the United Nation headquarters. 
Take your Bibles, go to Daniel chapter 7. It's a worthwhile pause. Just say, I think about when I preached in times back in Hana, how many ever years ago? How much more quicker, just in five or six years, we've seen such an expedient, you know, things moving so quick, things moving so quick. You know, Bible prophecy, Daniel chapter, I believe it's 7. Daniel 7. Right? Yeah. Yeah, look, look, look at this right here. In, in chapter 2, Daniel spoke saying, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of heaven were setting up the great sea. And four great beasts came up from the sea, each, from, each different from another. The first was like a lion who had eagle's wings. It's the United Nations. How many years ago was this written? Greg said a long time. <laughs> I'm with Greg. I wasn't really. I mean, you get the picture, though? You get the picture? This was written many, many, many years ago. 4,000, maybe 5,000. I don't know. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. I watched till its wings were plucked off, and he had lifted up from earth and made to stand Two feet like a man, and a man's heart was given to it. And suddenly another beast, a second like a bear. Look at the thing's ears. It was raised up on one side and had three ribs and a mouth between its teeth. They said thus to it, Arise, devour much flesh. And after this I looked, and there was another, like a leopard. Like a leopard. Look, look, look at the body. Look at the structure. Like a leopard, which had on its back four wings of a bird. The beast also had four heads, and dominion was given to it. After this I saw, this in the night vision, behold, four beasts, dreadfully and terribly, exceeding strong. It had huge, huge iron teeth. It was devouring, breaking in pieces, trampling the residue with its feet. It was different from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. I was considering the horns, and there was another horn, a little horn coming up from among them before whom <laughs> before whom three of the first horns were plucked out by its roots and there in this horns were eyes like the eyes of a man and a mouth speaking pompous words because I, I you know I, I want you to understand that we're you're living in a time you, you this is not a time to play with God this is not a time I mean it's why it's why every soul is important to God you can take the picture down this is the United Nations the global army of the world. Setting in New York City. Land of the free, home of the brave. Sitting in, a, sitting in America. I, I, I don't say this stuff to scare people, but if it scares people to salvation, praise God. There's a fear and admiration we need to have of the Lord. That, you know, if Jesus were to come, are you going to make heaven? That's something that you have to evaluate. That's something that you have to ask yourself. You know, am I doing everything I can do to win for Jesus? Amen? To win to be a part of the body of Christ. You know, I love Acts chapter 2 because, you know, what happens is after the day of Pentecost... In Acts 2.46, it says, So continuing deadly with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. The gospel's simple. It's not difficult. It's a simple gospel. It's free, too. You don't have to pay, you, you, you don't have to pay for it. 
You know, the thing about it is, you know, I believe you should tithe. I believe you should give. But there's some people, they just, I'm not going to do it because the church shouldn't get my money. It's a covenant with God. You set a covenant with God. It's, you're not setting it with men. And that, that's the problem. A lot of times people think that it, it's men. You know, it's a covenant with God. It's a covenant that we have, we, we truly have with God. Sim, but see, understand, see, the, the gospel is, it's simple. It's simple. And it's free. You know why I give? It's because God, <laughs> never mind. And see, this is what happened. And the Lord added to the church daily. The, the Lord added. He added. He added to the church. Who did the adding? The Lord did it. He did it. 3,000 were added that day on the day of Pentecost. You guys understand, 3,000 men. They didn't record women and children. And, and, and you know, they didn't record women and children. So if you average out 1.5 kids per you know, household, it, it was probably more than that then. You know, that's what they do in America, 1.5. You can't have half a kid. You know, that, that's stupid. So I used your word stupid tonight. So not that people are stupid or anything. It's just 1.5. You can't have half a kid. So they probably had at least two to three kids. Per household. So if you think about three, you think about six, you think about nine, ten, twelve thousand people were added to the to to, to the church then. Three thousand people. That's revival. And you you know you know how that happened? It's the power. Because they knew they knew something was different about P Peter. You're not the same guy. You're, you're not the same, you're not the same guy we knew three weeks ago, Peter. You're different. But see, you know, Peter had something in him, and he knew it. And, you know, the thing about it is the Holy Ghost, you can see it on people. You think, I, I'm not playing. You, you can see the Holy Ghost on people. You can see people that, that, that will walk with a boldness, that will declare the works of God, and those that shy away from it. You, you'll see it. You know, I, I told somebody the story the other day, you know, about Makila, you know, and uh, Hannah. He was shaking every demon loose through, every time we went through town. He was yelling Jesus out the window. And, you know, and it's like everybody, I mean, you know, it, it was a frustration. You know, it's a frustration to the devil. It's a frustration to the enemy. Because, you know what, he just, he grew, and he grew madly in love with Jesus. What's it take? What's it going to take? You know, in Acts chapter 3, you know, you just, just, move, just moving through the book of Acts, think about this. In Acts chapter 3, you know, Peter and John, they're, they're, they walk by, and there's a guy at the gate. He's at the gate beautiful, and he's begging for alms. And you know what happens? You know, they, they look down, silver and gold, I don't have, but what I have to you, I give to you freely. This gospel is free. And people would, pay, you know, people pay, they pay big bucks to have a life change. They'll go to counseling for 25 years. They'll pay millions of dollars to go to some drug clinic in California to be made well. When, 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 when one, one call, one call upon the name of Jesus changes everything. The guy at the gate, he, you know, you know it's, 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 I love this story. Because see, even in this story, you know what happens? The, the church grows. If you read Acts chapter 3, you know, he, you know, he reaches down. You know, you know, think about this. See, this is faith. See, this is what I love, this is what I love about the, the silver and gold I have none. But what I have to you, I give to you freely. But you know what he did? He followed up with a, with a, with a gesture of faith. You know what he does? He reaches down. He puts his hand down. But you know what? It took faith for the God to throw his hand up too. You guys see, th these are things of faith. And so when he threw up his hand, he grabbed his hand. And you know what it said? It said his ankle bones, everything that, you know, he couldn't walk. He was crippled. You, you can't walk. And then all of a sudden, he's walking. 
And you know what happens? The church blows up. You read, you read through chapter 3, and, you know, and the thing about it is, is, this is and this is a part of tonight. Man, I'm not making it very far. Everywhere there's opposition, everywhere there's advancement in the kingdom of God, there's opposition. And people, see, that's the thing. That's why you don't shy back from, from the, the, the things that come your way. Or, or, you know, how many people... Nah, never mind. How many people have been sick in here this year? We contend. We fight. We don't back down. We declare the miracle working power. I mean, everybody's like, I'm raising my hand. Where's he going with this? You know, I'm healed. <laughs> I'm healed. I got a little cough. Got a little. I'm healed. My feet aren't working. I'm healed. It doesn't change who my God is. Amen. Silver and gold, I have none. But what I give, I have. I, I give to you freely. Get up and walk. He got up and walked. And you know what happened in Acts chapter four? You know, see, see, they they come under persecution. And see, we we you know, and think about it. Think about what's taken place over these last few years. What has the world wanted to do? It's wanted to quiet the church. It's wanted to play the church against itself. Well, you do church online. Well, I do church in the parking lot. I do, I do, I do in-person church. I, you know, what kind of church are you now? Are you an in-person church? Are you, a, are you a parking lot church? Are you a drive-through church? You're, what, what, what kind of church are you, you know? And see, you, you see how the world, but you see, not even the world, but you see how Christians begin and everybody begins to work, you know, it, like against the church. Church, church, church. Don't sing in church. Wear a mask in church if you sing. Keep your, keep your distance, of course. Wear a mask. Get a vaccination. <laughs> well, they don't, where are we at now? Who knows? Who knows where we're headed? But can I tell you that let's be honest, these are precursors for the Antichrist. This mark of the beast, this, this thing that you're looking at. Guys, this, this, is, this is Bible prophecy. This is stuff that's, that's happening before our eyes. And it's happening so much more quicker. Can Jesus come? Yeah, absolutely Jesus can come. I mean, it's... <laughs> I love you guys. You know that, right? I'm not. I'm not mad at anybody. Now. I just, I just, you know, we get, we gotta, you know, Matthew ten twenty two. You know, Jesus says, you know, he says, you will be hated for my name's sake. You will be hated because of my name. You you will be hated. So you know, I when I flip on the news for a matter of, I, I can't even watch it. Ten seconds, twelve is enough. Because there'll be somebody on there complaining about, you know. A pastor, you know, pastor so-and-so, he got a jet. Who cares? Who, ca who cares? Get ten jets. See, that's how we should be as a church. You know, all the sheiks and all the Arabs, they can own as many jets as, as, as they want, and we won't say a word about it. Well, you know, they're oil tycoons, but we can't say a word about that. Every Hollywood producer, every, every, every Jewish producer in Hollywood can own a jet. But if a Christian owns a jet, man, we got to. We got to go after him. Keep your lips off of it. I, I, I you know, I, I say that with the, the utmost importance. Because listen, I, I promise you, what comes out of your mouth, what you sow out of your mouth, you'll reap. You'll reap. I see, I see it happen <laughs> way too often. I see it happen with good people, because they planted a seed. They've sowed something out of their mouth that they should have not sowed. And you know what they should have done was they should have repented. 
Well, I repented before the Lord. You know, sometimes you got to go make things right with people. That, 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 there's a good one right there. You, you know, sometimes, well, Lord, forgive me. I'm sorry. Sometimes you got to clear it up with the person. Sometimes you got to go say, you know what? I said this. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Because you know what happens is there's healing. There's healing in that. Amen. I'm telling you, boy, that's good. There's healing in that. You'll get healed in that. There'll be a release. Forgive others. Amen. It's, it's, a, it's, a, biblical, it's a biblical mandate, and I believe that. Somewhere along the lines, I'm in page one, but who knows. So, You know, COVID, I, I'll be honest with you, COVID's an absolute attack from the devil. It is. Man-made, not man-made, I don't care. It's an attack from the devil because it's tried to quiet the church down. You know, we should take it personal. I, I mean, be honest with you. I, you know, it, it, uh, please understand, it's real. It's very real. I've known people that have passed and died. I mean, I, it's very real. I, you know, I don't, you, you understand, please understand, I don't wish that upon anybody. You know, you want to wear a mask? I don't, I don't you know, it, it's, not, it's not shaking me to, to any level one way or another. I have to wear a mask when I fly. If someone looked at me and said, sir, will you put a mask on? If I, you know, I, I would. Because, see, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to come against somebody. I'm, I'm, I'm standing completely, you know, as a member of the body of Christ. I'm thankful we got a pastor that's like that. You know, and I mean, it, you know, literally, I was listening to a message. He was like, you know, just after church, if you would, just go see Pastor Glenn. We're giving away 400 boxes of food today. That's what the church is doing. They've given millions away on the island of Maui. Millions, not, 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 not thousands, millions. Millions of dollars of food have been given to families across the whole island as a church because, you know, God showed it to them. We're going to meet the needs. See, that, that's the thing. That's, that's what the church does. That's, what, that's, that's where we're at. We meet the needs. It's like right now, if anybody that you know needs food, please let me know. We've got food baskets. If we need to get more, we'll get more. You know, it is that time of the year. If people, you know, you know we'll, we'll, we'll help families. We become a blessing to help families. Amen? You know, I, you know there's, there's so many things. You know, you know Daniel chapter 7, Revelations, I, I believe it's 13. You know, you know, there's other things, guys. Listen, cryptocurrency. It, it's, you know, I, I, I might as well go ahead and just park here for a second. This is the way of the system, the system that's going to be put in place. They will do away with money one day. There, there will not be in money. You understand that in Norway right now, they're putting chips in people, and basically you buy, you sell, you pay your rent, you pay your electric bill, you, you, you get all, all, all this is done through a chip in your wrist. And we're over here worrying about somebody chipping our dog. I, I would have a problem with that too. You know, chip your child. They may be kidnapped or lost. You, you, see the, you see what the enemy does? Well, you know, you got to have your young daughter chipped because what, happen, what happens if she's kidnapped? I shoot that guy is what I do. I, I mean, there's, there, there's, you know, I mean, I, it's like I told Grace the other day, call me when you're out of the mall. I'm going to buy her a taser. I'll buy her a big 45. You know, I don't know. I, and she'll, she'll know how to shoot. Guys, <laughs> there's evil in the world. Do you understand that? There, there's evil. But good, good stands up to evil. Amen? Good stands up to evil. But, you know, the cryptocurrencies and things like that, you, all this stuff that's happening, you know, there's not one that's came on the scene that's dominated all of them yet. I'm not surprised. The Antichrist is not here. <laughs> but you, 
But, well, the, 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 the spirit of the Antichrist is alive. But he's not, been, he's not been shown because the church has not been taken away yet. The Spirit's been here for, you know, the Antichrist Spirit's been here for a long time. And that's a great point. It, it has. It has. You know, see, the church not only grows. You know, man, there's so much there. So understand something about opposition. When opposition comes, the church grows. See, that, that's the thing that we have, to, we have to now, we now have to move. As a body. Has the church been under opposition? Yes. Do you guys not see that? Can't meet. Shouldn't meet. Shouldn't, you should do this. You should do that. You know, and again, I'll, I'll say, I'm not, I don't even have problems with vaccinations. You want to get vaccination? That's fine. But I have a problem when someone says, this is what you must do. See, th- there's the problem. Nobody should come and tell me what I, what, you know, you obey the laws. But to, 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 be, to have something jabbed in you, no, that, that we're, we're, we're crossing a line here a little bit. You know, and you know the thing about this, it it's fear. You, you see, it's the spirit of fear. But see, Jesus, he, he came. Not, not, not as a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. And see, that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to stir up and bring about fear in this nation, with fear within the church. Fear that if you go, you're going to get this, you're going to get that. No deadly thing shall harm me. No, you know, there's a story. No deadly thing shall harm me. That's how we pray on early morning prayer. No deadly thing shall harm me. Amen. Uh, guys, listen, I'm going to say that. Please understand. Be in prayer as much as you can. Because what happens is that the body, the unit of God, is strengthened through prayer. You may, if you can only listen, listen, but be in prayer, be, be praying, set your clock, make that a priority. I promise you, you, you won't regret it. Six o'clock, eight o'clock, I don't, you know, whatever other times, I, I don't know, but make that a priority. God's going to move, I'm telling you, we're going to begin to see the fruit of prayer. I believe that. I, I don't know. I, I truly believe we're going to begin to see the things that we're praying for. Guys, we've seen things that we Things that we've been praying for, things happen. God move. Don't we want him to move greater? We gotta press. We gotta press. We gotta keep pressing. Amen. I, I tell you, this is gonna be guys, listen, this will be a year that that is a challenge. It, 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 you want me to be challenged as your pastor? You want her to be challenged as your pastor? Guys, listen, we, we have to be challenged because the cost is very real. If you're not saved, you need to get saved. If you're not sure about your salvation, you, you, need, you need to know that you know that you're going to heaven. We won't miss that. We grab and take as many people as we can. You guys understand, the devil's working. There's a real enemy working. But God, amen? And God through us. You see, the, you know, the church not only grew in numbers, but it grew in power. And I believe that's an area that we need to begin to pray. We need to begin to seek the Lord. Lord, may we walk in power. <laughs> we need the power of God flowing through us. You think about Acts chapter 3. It was the power of God. Silver and gold I don't have, but get up and walk. It's faith. He got up and he, he, he walked. You know, I believe it's in Acts chapter 9. Tabitha. 
Peter went in, and I, and I love this, Tabitha Dorcas went in, and, and, and she had died. And they were in there, and they were mourning, and they were, they were crying. And you know what Peter does? He goes in, he, he, he clears the room. And he kneels down beside the bed, and he prays. And she comes back to life. Raising the dead. We need the power of God. God gets all the credit, amen? God gets all the credit. And lastly, the, the, you know, the thing that you know, I, I love about the church, the church is called to expand. You're a part of an expanding church. It's why you see numbers. It's why, like, when you, when you come to a KC church, and which you'll, you'll see in here soon, but, but you go to the main house, you'll see 12-120. You know, because people begin to catch what the 12-120 is. Wow. 1,200 locations. 120,000 disciples. I am one. You're part of this body. You are one. Amen? If you're serving, you, you are one. It seems like we got a long ways to go, but in reality, I know how quick things can happen. How church can, can change just like that because of the power, amen? We, you need the power. You need the power. We need the power. Yeah, whatever that song is. I got the power. That's it. I got the power. You know, so not like P-Man power. Power, you know, so anyway. I'm thinking power, all these analogies of power run through my head. All my childhood things, He-Man comes into play and that other song, and uh, so. The church expanded. <laughs> you know, in Acts 6, chapter, you know, in 6, 1, it says, Now in those days when the number of disciples were, was multiplying, there rose a complaint against the Hebrews of the uh, Hellenites because the, the widows were ne neglected in their daily distribution. But the, my point in that is that, that, that the church was multiplying. And you begin to see it. You see it in Acts. I mean, you just see it throughout Acts. You see it in Acts chapter 10, and I preached on it recently. And you know, when Peter, Peter, Cornelius and Peter, and God visits him and begins to reveal to him, Peter, kill and eat. And Peter, no, 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 I don't, I don't eat this, Lord. You know, and it's, it's, it, what he's doing is he's taking him to a place and he's showing him, look, look, you know, there's another group of people that are going to be allowed to come in. And they're Gentiles. That's us. And, you know, in Acts chapter 11, at the church of Antioch, you know, that was a church made up of Jews and Gentiles. The church grew, it expanded. And now the Gentiles, now we're, we're allowed in. They, they allowed us. White, black, brown, purple, green, didn't matter. We were Gentiles because we weren't Jews. Unless you're a Jew. I don't know if there's any Jews in here. Probably not. But you're Gentile. But we're allowed in. Amen? We're allowed in. Go ahead and come to the keyboard, Mr. Lee I love the church, guys. I want you to love the church. Be madly in love with the church. You may say, you know what, Pastor, I've never been a part of a church. I want to tell you something about this church. It's very, it, 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 I, I will say one thing about KC churches worldwide. They're very unique. If you like being cared for, if you like being loved, if you like being challenged, 
If you like helping others, this is the right church for you. I, I, I believe that. I believe that. If you don't like that stuff, it's probably not, it's probably not the right place. You just want to do you you just want to park at a church on Sunday a couple times a year it's it's probably not the, it's probably not the right church for you. If you don't feel like you need prayer it's it's probably it's probably not you know if you think you got it all figured out this is not the right church for you. I don't mean it sound wrong. God's not called anybody to be an island. He's called us to be in fellowship. He's called us to be together. And I love that. I love the Hebrews 10. That in the last days, God's called the church to meet more often, to, to come together more often. Why? It's, it's because there's a real enemy. You know, God knows this. Seeking whom he may devour. You know, you know we, don't, we don't have church hoppers in here. People aren't jumping from church to church. But, you know, at times I've had to go to people and say, go somewhere and stick in one. Go serve, go, go, go there. Be connected. Be, be connected to that house. Go serve. Work, work your tail off. Do it for Jesus. I mean, I, I've had to t- I've talk with people about that. And I pray for people. You know, and, and you know, it, you know, and if anybody ever leaves our church, I'm, I, 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 I plead with people, go get somewhere and get plugged in. I'm not your cup of tea. That's fine. You don't like me? That... <laughs> I'm, for, I'm a nice guy, really. I don't know why anybody wouldn't like me, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I'm, be, I'm being very honest. I'm, I'm very friendly. I'm not rude. I'm, you're going to do, you know, ultimately you're going to do what you want to do anyway. I, I just try to steer the ship sometimes. I, that's, that's what I try to do. You don't want to take my advice? That's fine. You go be you. You know, that, that's, that's important. But you're not, you're not called to do this by yourself. You're called to be a part of a body. Be a part of the body. See, I believe that's the greatest challenge we have this year. And I believe it's one of the greatest challenges in West Virginia is that we come together as a church, you know. And if you're a part of this body, you're a part of this church. You're a part of this body. Because some people say, well, you know, I'm a part of the body of Christ globally, and I roam. I'm called to be a prophet to, to West Virginia. But they're not, they're not a prophet. They're not parked anywhere. They're not serving under, un, under a house. They're just a self-proclaimed prophet jumping from place to place trying to give a word to somebody. You can't do that because you don't have covering. You know, it, it, God, God honors these things, guys. It, it's, I'm an evangelist. I, I go from place to place to place to strengthen the church. You still need to be planted in a house. You still better have a covering. You you go to you 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 get to a place that will hold you accountable because you're going to need it. But guys, listen, I need it. We need it. You know, we're putting leaders around us now, even in this church. I've talked with guys. We we need that accountability. Amen. You, we all need that. I love the body, and God is going to strengthen the church in this hour, and I believe that. Go ahead and stand to your feet tonight. Everybody say, I will build the church.
See, we're co-laborers with God. You're a co-laborer with God. Jesus said, I will build my church. And the gates of hell won't prevail. You know, God could do it just like he could do it. He could change, he can change, he can do anything he wants to do. But understand this, he chose you and I to be the change agent on this earth. To share this good news. Angels aren't sharing the gospel. They're here to aid us. Angels are great. We don't worship angels. Some people fall off into that category sometimes and they, they start worshiping angels. We don't worship angels. We thank angels for their help. They work, they work on our behalf. Amen. See, God's, God's doing something and I believe it's unique in this time and in this hour is that God's He's looking for a, a people, a peculiar people. I said it. That, that, that's, gonna, that's truly going to desire to build the church, to build the kingdom. you're part of this church help build the church help build the church if you don't like something just come and talk to me I there are things I don't like either sometimes I, I do I, I, I have to correct myself that's kind of funny you guys didn't get that I, you know I've left before I've preached a sermon I've been like man that was I just beat myself up I didn't like that felt like firing myself you know you ever feel like firing yourself from a job yeah you guys, it's okay to laugh. And that's the other thing. Please understand, you should be able to laugh in church. If we all look like a bunch of prunes coming in here with you know, frowns on our faces, that's not fun. We should, we should enjoy church. We should enjoy doing life together. It should be a condition in every life group that you have to laugh for at least five minutes before you start. I think that's a good idea. Every life group... If you meet, you should laugh. You should, you should like make each other laugh for like five. Nobody can lay hands on anybody though, okay? There's no tickling or anything like that. You, you, you laugh. You have to laugh for five minutes before you ever start the life group. See, because joy is good. Joy is good. <laughs> See, if Amanda was here, she would laugh. See, you're collaborating with God. That's what you're doing. You're, you're, you're co-laboring with God. You're collaborating with Him. So God's using you to build the church. You know, when you invite someone, when you bring someone to church, you're collaborating with God. When you win somebody to Jesus or, you, or you've got a word for them or you, 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 know, you feel like, hey, man, I, you know, I've been praying for you and the Lord showed me this. And you know, you, you, you'll never know what that may mean to someone. Man, I needed to hear that. You guys ever, you, you ever, you ever see, you know that? Thanks for praying for me. It meant a lot. Then you open up the door. You know, hey, why don't you come to a life group with me? Why don't you come to church with me? See, we're a part of it, guys. We're a part of it. It's the greatest honor that we have is being a part of building the church.